0: Are you wanting to get clear on your goals and start working towards the life that you truly want, letting go of your limiting beliefs and fully rising and aligning into your most authentic self? Go to the bio and fill out the work with me form to apply for one-to-one coaching. Your Aligned Life is my customized and personalized one-to-one coaching package where I will take you through each week the steps that you need to make to overcome your limiting beliefs, set achievable goals and keep you accountable throughout that process. This package is customized exactly to you to whatever you need because I know that each of you are so different in what you want your goals to look like and how you are living your lives. Each of us also all have our very own limiting beliefs and i am going to help you overcome those so that you can truly live the life that you desire if this sounds like something that you need head to the episode description and apply to work with me via the form if you're here listening to this podcast i know that you're serious and ready to take the next step in your personal development journey and that just might be with me Hey fam, how are you going? Hello and welcome to the podcast Rise in Line with Vicky. I'm your host, Vicki Sinton. I'm a personal development and mindset coach and I'm so excited to have you along listening to this podcast. If you're someone who's just starting your personal development journey or if you're already knee deep, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, a podcast will be released with a mixture of guided meditations, guest episodes, as well as practical steps that you can implement into your life and better your mindset. So I can't wait to go on this journey with you guys to rise up and align our lives. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to this week's podcast episode. This week, we have a special guest episode, and I'm so excited to share it with you guys. Uh, We have Nurse Gabby on the show this week. She is one of my best friends from high school. We've known each other for so long now, and we had a chat about uh, her career and how she got to where she is, and also the... Uh, relationship between physical and mental health just from that medical uh, background side so I hope you guys really enjoy this episode and of course don't forget to rate or uh, leave a review just to let other people know how valuable you find this podcast and don't forget to tune in right until the end for this episode because I will be announcing the special podcast birthday giveaway so I hope you guys enjoy. All right everyone welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Today I have one of my really close friends Gabby and she has come to talk to us a little bit about physical and mental health and um, the importance of working in somewhere that you are passionate about. So she is a nurse and I will let her tell a little bit more about herself and what she does. Hi everyone Um,
1: I'm Gabby I am a nurse as Vicky just said um, I'm only a baby nurse in the scheme of things. I've only been nursing for just under two years. Um, in those two years, though, I have looked after quite a range of people. I started with babies, um, so looking after little preemie babies and little sick bubbers, um, and then went to the complete opposite other end of the scale and was looking after people with, like, heart disease and lung issues and just, like, generally unwell people. Um, and then I recently started my dream job over um, – in paediatrics where I'm now working with um a lot of different kids coming from all different works of life walks of life sorry um where I focus on a lot of like surgical kids but I also get all the ones um who have big traumas and some burns as well so I see a lot um but I love every minute of it so yeah
0: nice and how long did you know that you wanted to be a nurse for and how did you know that that was something that you wanted to pursue
1: um so long story short pretty much I was a bit of a sick baby spent a lot of my first maybe like two to three years of my life in and out of hospital with um a cardiac condition um so I grew up in and out of hospitals um but I also like when I was at school like really liked learning um and I really wasn't a fan of like philosophy I really liked science and like just things that were written down that were fact um, and that weren't really questionable um, and medicine is a bit like that to a certain degree um so like when I got a bit older I was like yeah I really want to do something that like is helping people and caring for people um, so when I got to year 12 I kind of was like yeah, I'm gonna do I think I'm gonna do nursing it's a bit more medicine I don't think I'm quiet enough like I'm not probably not smart enough to be a doctor um, but I was like yeah definitely want to do something in the medical field so I was like yeah I'm going to be a nurse and then when year 12 offers came about I put down nursing and I put down teaching because I was like oh not sure which I want to do um but I had the ATARs for both of them I didn't get the ATAR that I wanted for my dream hospital my dream sorry university um which is fine um and then the offers came out and I got into a double degree of teaching and arts and I was like oh well obviously that's what I'm meant to be I was like, the universe is telling me I'm meant to be a teacher. Hospitals aren't for me. Fabulous, whatever. Um, and then I got into the teaching degree the next year. And then for, I lasted 29 days. Um, and I pulled out just before the census date. Um, so I had a bit of a try before you buy. And I definitely used that. Um, so then, yeah, I started, I did a bit of a long way into getting into nursing. I did the diploma first, which was 18 months and then started my degree. Um, but anyway, that went on a bit of a rant there, but pretty much I knew I wanted to help people.
0: Do you think, so you said that you obviously did the teaching degree for a little bit. Do you think that you, that was necessary for you as part of your journey just to kind of, like you said, see what the other avenues held? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think being so young, and cause
1: I, same as Yiviki, we started school at four, um, so we finished high school, little babies. Little <laughs> babies. Um, you know, it was definitely important for me to kind of see, because like, yeah, you don't, you don't know. Like you're 17, you have no idea what you want to do. Um, so you know, it was definitely important for me to realize that I still want to help people, but teaching kids was not what I wanted. And I wanted to help kids. I wanted to make them better, um, and I wanted to have a really like. An impact on them but in a completely different way um so you know teaching definitely was a big eye-opener and clarification on my journey of like what I wanted to do
0: and do you think that your experiences as a child going in and out of hospital and having that would have played um a part in that as well um
1: like making me like decide that I want to be a nurse
0: yeah uh yeah no
1: definitely um I always like said to my parents and I've probably said to you guys many times as well um that <laughs> I have like I personally believe I have a whole nother level of like empathy I can offer because I've been exactly where those kids are I've broken arms I've broken knees I've broken ankles I've had yeah heart surgeries I've had like tummy operations like I if all the kids that I look after I pretty much have been exactly where they are um so yeah it really helps especially when the parents like freaking i'm like don't worry like i also had my appendix out when i was 14 and like i'm fine um look oh, how goodness. i turned out yeah <laughs> it's that yeah, first-hand exactly. experience like, like, oh my god like that's so good to see and then like it's also helpful for the kids as well like they're absolutely they're terrified this is the most scariest time of their life they're made in horrendous pain they have no idea what's coming
0: yeah such an unknown um, environment for them, for them as well
1: yeah exactly and then to see someone who isn't a little older than like i'm um, Probably like, yeah, 10 years average older than a lot of them. Um, for them to see someone and then like, oh, actually, I probably will be okay. Um, so, you yeah, know has definitely helped a lot, I feel anyway.
0: And I can hear that you're very passionate about being a nurse. Do you think that that is really important when it comes to doing a career?
1: Um, definitely, because I have, I, someone told me, I don't know if I read it or heard it, but like, if you love your job, you'll never work a day in your life. Um, and I kind of try and remind myself that every single day, like, days do get really tough. Like, I'd work a tough job, I know that. Um, and as we all know, what's been going on for the last three years has just made it a whole nother level of difficult. Um, but I would not change it for the world. It's been an absolute honor to kind of look after everyone during this time. And even when I, even before nursing, when I was looking after like little, like the little oldies in the community, um, it was like, it was just such an honor to like look after them, help them. Um, and even sometimes just sit down and have a cup of tea with them um, because they really appreciate the effort. And if you are enjoying your job, they're going to like realize that you, you like being there.
0: They know that. Um, that'll yeah. Help.
1: yeah. And that'll boost their mood. And then they'll have a nicer time, which will end up boosting your mood as well. Um, so it's just like reciprocated gratitude. If you like what you're doing, then like they'll like that you like, that you like what you're doing.
0: Yeah. It's just like so, yeah. a better environment yeah. for everyone. Cause you, yeah, you're exactly. not being negative about hating your job and, going to do something that you hate and then everyone else picks up on that. Mm. It's the opposite. You love it. and yeah, exactly. Knows. Cool. So I do want to touch a little bit on, um, physical and mental health from kind of your nursing medical experience and perspective. Um, yeah. what do you think, are? do you think that they are really important together or is one more important than the other?
1: Um, they are definitely as equally as important and play a major part within helping each other out. Um, so as you know, like physical health is important because at the end of the day, your heart is keeping your body alive and your heart is keeping your brain alive. Um, so physical health is really, really important, but also your brain and your mental health take a huge toll into how you're going to treat that physical body. Um so it's yeah, really, really important. Like the older I get, um, and like listening to like Vicky's other podcasts, etc., um, and the more insight I get into like self, like self development, and like manifestation, and like that realization of like what I'm actually capable of, um, yeah, really has shown how important they are to work really closely within with, with each other. And like growing up being quite physically unwell, it has taken a toll on my mental health, um, which. Unfortunately, it can happen and it happens to a lot of people growing up unwell. Um, but now my physical health is getting better. My mental health has taken, like, it's turning a corner um, because it's, yeah, I'm not, I'm not low all the time because I'm like, I've got to go to hospital again or I feel sick again. Um, so just working on my, like, physical health has then solved my mental health. But then saying that, my mental health has also improved. So I started, like, talking to someone. Um, and then improved mental health has also then helped my physical health because I feel like I have more energy to go to the gym. I have more energy to like meal prep and look after myself and get my steps in. Um, so I just think it's absolutely mind boggling how like closely entwined they work together and how important they both are to be looked after individually to like make you the better person that the best person you can be.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's so true. And especially with what you just said about taking care of your mental health gives you that extra energy because yeah, when you're feeling more positive and rested and you are working on issues and having time for yourself, having that self-care, then of course you're going to have more energy and feel better about yourself in general yeah. to then go and look after your physical health and things like that. Things like that. Um. Ooh. So the next question I had was what's the importance of maintaining that balance? And I feel like we kind of covered that, but is there anything else that Ooh. you wanted to add? Um,
1: probably, yeah, probably just, like, reiterating, yeah, what I just said, The like, making sure that you're work, working on one also helps the other. Um, and, yeah, really to kind of, yeah, just really focus on if your mental health is taking an impact, you probably don't realise that your physical health will also be taking an impact and vice versa. So, yeah, no, really important to look after both because you're a whole system, um, so you've got to look after yourself systemically. It's really important.
0: As a system, I can hear the that's the nursing language coming out in you there. <laughs> <laughs> now, you I, you so yeah, no, that's fair though. And it's really good to get that technical perspective because I feel like um, working on yourself, doing personal development, doing mindset work, all of that kind of stuff, we do sometimes get not necessarily stuck, but we focus on a lot of the spiritual and the cognitive side of it rather than like the actual physical side. Like yes, there's great um, mindset benefits for working on your mental health, but there's also great physical benefits as mm. well. So it's you know, really it's great really, to have that yeah. perspective. It's really important to you. I remember
1: that self, like self development and all the spiritual guidance, etc., will only help like the physiological being that's like here already. Like you are here, and you can only make yourself better so yeah you got to remember what's here like what you have and then just grow on that
0: yeah and I haven't um sent you this question to prepare on so I'm going to put you on the spot here um okay. but what is one of the best memories that you have had um as part of your job
1: um oh best memories um so it would probably, I have, I'll go two. Um, so one from my, when I first started and then one from where I am now. Um, so when I first started looking after the babies, we'd have a lot of babies that were um, in our care for like over a hundred days. Um, so they'd come to us super, super early, super, super little. Like we had the smallest baby ever recorded and she came in weighing less than a Coke can. Um, yep. She that was is absolutely funny. fine. Um, she was with us for like a hundred and something days. Um, and then getting to send her home was like just something that you didn't, didn't realize because what you did like what that job is so satisfying instead of just getting to send like little sick babies home for, like it's yeah super rewarding but having like sending that family home after being there for so long and like the, like the big sister coming in um, because during COVID the hospitals were really really strict. And the baby wards, especially, were super, super strict because they have minimal immune systems.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So, siblings weren't allowed to come, we're allowed one parent at a time. Um, so, sending them home as a family and just seeing them like cram her out um, was just, yeah, absolutely amazing. Um, and then the other one was sending one of my, like, we get a lot of, of long term kids on the ward um, because I will have, like, yeah, big accidents, break both legs or something super, super dramatic um so sometimes they're with us for like 80 days um and that's a long time for a teenager to be out of socialization um out of school out of just like the normal just normality their normal routine yeah yeah no exactly um and then yeah coming back to like flashback to the mental and physical health is that you would end up being so much more than just a nurse you'd be a friend someone to talk to um because, yeah, nurses were just so much more than just, like, following the doctor's orders. Like, if you're upset, we're there to listen. Like, we, yeah, especially with the teenagers, because no one's been able to come visit them. We've been there chatting to them, reminding them that's all going to be okay. Um, like, even just holding their hand while they're having a cry um, is, yeah, just some of the best parts of the job. Um, but, yeah, sending one of the um, little girls, not little, she's, like, 15, sending her back to her hometown um, after being with us for so so long she was just so grateful um and she actually emailed us all the other day just updating us on how she's going and she's like I can't thank you guys enough for being like my backbone over the last like three months or so um so yeah no, it's absolutely yeah they're probably some of my best memories it was it's very hard but it's just so satisfying when you I like, think back to those moments and you're like
0: oh it's nice <laughs> I feel like it definitely would be such a rewarding job as on a whole level, like definitely very very heavy some days. But like you said, there there would be all those moments that are basically happening every single day. Something would be happening that you're like, Oh, like I get to be a part of this person's like journey or I get to support them. And I feel like, especially with teenagers and older children, I feel like that support is something that we probably, like, you might not even realise how much that means to them until kind of afterwards. Yeah. like It's nice, like, oh, yes, I'll give them an ear to listen to or I'll, like, mm. give them a hug if their parent's not here. But, like, to them, that probably means so much more.
1: Mm, exactly, And yeah. It's, especially working with kids as well. You work from, like, I look after four-week-old to, I think the oldest we've had just due to the backlog of COVID, it was, like, twenty four um so we get every single age um but even like sometimes if there's like a little two-year-old when mum's just gone down to get a coffee and they're like waking up and mum's not there just giving them like a cuddle yeah or just like walking around the ward it's like that even though I'm fixing, like even though they might be there for something physical right then they're quite emotionally distressed and then like working like being there for them is just gonna make them feel better as a whole working on that mental and physical health together They're just super entwined.
0: Yes, and I feel like that is so true, especially with with that age group because they do, being in a hospital, it is, the majority of it is physical um, Mm. help that they're there for, but, of course, they're going to receive more than that.
1: Yeah, no, it's like, and especially um, we're doing a lot at the moment into, like... mental health for like the littlies um because i think a lot of people are like oh two-year-olds can't be anxious like two-year-olds can't have low moods they're like they're true. they're three like what can they be anxious about like what um but if you're thrown, if you have minimal understanding of the world as it is and then you're thrown into a completely new environment where all these people are walking around there's 30 other kids screaming crying there's alarms going off you're trapped like you're tied to this thing on your finger that's monitoring your heart rate. I'm coming in and poking and prodding you. You're absolutely yeah. terrified. Um so we get a lot of kids that have like nurse phobia who as soon as I see anyone in scrubs or that's not mum and dad, it's just an absolute yeah. meltdown. Um so we're doing a lot of work into um yeah trying to limit the anxiety that a lot of kids have coming into hospital. Because even um like we have like fr- like what we call like frequent flyers. So kids who will have problems from like being babies and then just like come to us over and over and over again just like Go follow ups and just little fix up and stuff. Um, and yeah, sometimes they'll be like five or six. So still a little bit older, but still have the exact same response. Like, even though we fix them physically, like that mental health is still impacted from when they were like, yeah, two, because they were just had no idea what was going on. So yeah.
0: Definitely. I feel like, I feel like children probably have always been a little bit anxious, but it's just a lot more people are a lot more aware of it now and the impacts of different things, like those experiences that mm. as an adult, you're like, Oh yeah, go in hospital. It might be mm. a bit traumatic, but not that bad. But as a child going to a hospital and yeah, having all of these tests run on you and people that you don't know come and poke you, exactly. that would definitely be um, pretty traumatic. Yeah. the poor um, things. Do you have any tips for someone that might be looking for a bit of a career change and wanting to look into nursing? Career change wise, I
1: was actually listening when I was listening to your podcast the other day, um, how you kind of just you just did it. Like even though you were like really nervous and then like played on your mind, you did it and it was like the best decision that you've made. Um so I think yeah, definitely trying to just like jump is probably a big one. Like when I dropped out of uni and I was like, I've just dropped out of uni.
0: it was like such a now? massive step yeah
1: <laughs> um and then I just had to pray that I was going to get into this other course which like luckily I did um but yeah I was like what do I do between the three months where I wasn't at uni it was just like such a contrast to everything that you taught growing up being like as you said Vicki, and you've on one of your other shows you're like oh like everyone was like why you can't pull out of uni like that's just what that's everybody what you does do. that yeah you no know, you go to school you go to uni you work you retire like <laughs> yes. kind of all it is. Um so yeah I think like if you if you've thought about it and like it's not just like a passing phase like I think it's really important to think like justify the pros and cons list. Um that like if this is to happen do I have a backup plan? Just like a good think about it. Um and then yeah just do it YOLO. Um but then if you're getting into nursing um there's just like heaps of avenues so you can go, yeah, straight out of uni into a degree or um, especially if like the career change people, getting into uni can be a bit harder as a mature age, considering nursing is very, very popular. Um, so a lot of the lot of older girls can go through like the diploma, which a lot of TAFEs offer for free now. Um so it's just an 18-month course where you get a really, really good amount of placement. It's a lot more hands-on um and rather than essays etc it's all it used to be well when I did it it was all like question and answer so it's a lot easier for like the mums and everything because who have been out of school who might not even finish school because they had to help their families and everything back in the day yep. um a lot easier for mums to yeah figure out even girls who just re- didn't or boys as well sorry for well, my partners in our school sorry um girls and boys um who yeah just like school wasn't their thing the diploma is a really really good avenue because it gives them that opportunity to get a career that isn't essays referencing um your typical uni pathway um and then if if you continue to like it and you want to do the degree then it usually gives you a a year of credit anyway so the degree pops down from three years to two years so it's yeah really really good and by then you've got a good background knowledge as well which makes the next two years like much more easier because you've got to good amount background back knowledge and it's only just like tweaking
0: and the I fine like thing having that um hands-on experience as well like you said there'll be there's a lot more placement I feel like it's the kind yes. of job where having obviously there's a lot of theoretical knowledge that you need to know but having the hands-on like being there mm. kind of knowledge will help you so much
1: oh definitely like you learn so much more in the job like only just gives you like a base foundation of like what to like what's not healthy pretty much. Yeah. And then you need to go in and like, just you see everything and you're like, whoa, very hands on would recommend out of 10.
0: Would recommend solid. And the final thing that I want to ask you, which I also did not prepare you for before (laughs) we finish up is what is um, a favorite quote or saying that you would like to share?
1: Um, I won't say my favorite quote of all time because that has nothing to do with physical mental health.
0: You can no, just your favorite
1: quote. Okay, my favorite quote of all time is "never chase after a man or a tram because there'll always be another."
0: (laughs) A man or a tram. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But
1: but my favorite one, like otherwise, is like if you love your job, you'll never work a day in your life.
0: Yeah, I feel like that is a good one, and I've definitely heard that before, which is like Mm. that's good yeah Um, like it's
1: very like it's very true
0: yeah yeah, it is it really is so thank you so much for coming on this podcast um thank you for having me if anyone has any questions then feel free to shoot me a message and I'm sure we can get them sorted uh but other than that thank you so much everyone and I will see you next well I won't see you I'll be chatting to you next week (laughs) I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode. I had so much fun talking to Gabs. As I said, we've known each other for so long. So it was really nice to have her on the podcast and of course chat all things nursing and how she got there, etc. And I am having more guests come on the podcast in the coming months. So if you have anyone that you really want to hear from, or if there's any questions that you have specifically, let me know. And I will endeavor to get a guest on the podcast that can help you with that because I Honestly, the guests I have, I am very excited to share with you guys, but congratulations for making it to the end of the podcast because now you get to hear about the giveaway. So this giveaway is to celebrate the podcast because next Tuesday on the 2nd, the podcast will be six months old. So six months since I started the podcast, And I just really wanted to give back to you all that listen and to say thank you so much for listening. So what you need to do in order to enter is just head over to Instagram and like the post, the giveaway post, you'll see it pinned to the top and also tag a friend to enter. If you want to get extra entries, just share it on your story. However, the prize is free access to Dream, Envision, Achieve which is my exclusive, fairly new vision board mini course. So you get free access to that, which is valued at $149. And you also get a free 30 minute mindset audit, which are not on offer for anyone else at the moment. This is just a special giveaway edition because I thought those two would go really well together. You can have the audit and then you are able to obviously put it into practice and, and create your own mini vision board with a bit more clarity and direction. So if you guys would like to go and enter that giveaway, I hope you're listening to this in real time because the giveaway closes Friday, the 29th of July. So it's open for three days. So don't forget to head over and uh, enter that giveaway if you would like to have a chance at winning those prizes. But thank you so much for listening to not only this episode of the podcast, but any other episodes that you've listened to. I've really, really appreciate it so much. And don't forget to leave a review as well, or a rating just so that other people can see how valuable you find this podcast and they can find it as well. But thank you so much. And I hope you have a great day. That brings this week's episode to a close. Thank you all so much for listening and I hope you gained something from it. So if you're not already following me on Instagram, definitely come and join the community. That's at Rising with Confidence, all one word, nice and easy for you. Just pop that in and come and join the community and send me a message. Let me know that you're from the podcast and I cannot wait to chat to you. Make sure you subscribe and follow along so that you get notifications every week when a new episode drops.